Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Tuesday, February the 20th, 2024. It is currently 1246 p.m. Central Time, and I am coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Now, I've been spending a little time this morning into this afternoon well, trying to formulate some plans. As I've told you, I'm trying to still figure out how this podcast is going to make it in the future and what it's going to look like. And I've got all of these issues that I'm navigating that I've mentioned far too many times, but at least letting you know uh, kind of the situation behind the scenes. I'm also kind of working and formulating an idea on a possible new podcast uh, that will not be theological in nature, will be, I, I, again, I don't like that word, secular, but it will not be theological in nature. Um, and therefore, um, that one, I may I may start soon. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to monetize it and see what I can do there. Still just trying to figure out a lot of those issues. I also was having this crazy idea because yesterday, so yesterday, I had reduced Spreaker down to, you know, the zero, the free plan. And then all of a sudden I get a message. Hey, your plan has been reduced to the free plan. Oh, by the way, we're going to delete basically everything you have except one podcast. Now, if you if you look at our Spreaker account, we have multiple podcasts, the VBC podcast, uh, Theological Musings podcast, just all of these different podcasts that are in many cases contain content that goes back multiple years, right? And so I was like, oh no, I'll lose all of that. I don't know if I'm ready to delete all of that. I don't know. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So I'm like, I got to make a decision. I got to make it quick or it's all going to be gone. And I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'm going to increase the plan to the $20 plan. I didn't want to because I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to navigate money. So then I did that and I'm like, okay, we're, we're good to go. And I'll try to make a plan in the future. So then I was just sitting there looking at all of the content. I'm like, I've got sermons. I've got devotionals. I've got Bible studies. I've got news commentary. I've got like, you know, thousands of hours of content here that could be, you know, well, at some point it could just all disappear, but it's just sitting there. And rarely, especially on podcasting apps, people are not going to sit there and scroll and go down and down and, and look through, you know, thousands of hours of content. In many ways, the old stuff is just kind of gone. Sometimes people will find it because they're searching for something, but for the most part, it's, it's gone. Now on the Sermons 2.0 app, there's a high probability that someone could be searching for a scriptural text, but many of those old broadcasts, see what I would have to do when they got pulled over, they just kind of grabbed the RSS feed and pulled them over. I've got to go back through every single message and the archive that's there on Sermons 2.0. I have to go under each sermon. I have to fill out the scripture uh, references. I have to fill out, like, you know, some of the hashtags. I have to, I'd like, maybe put it in a series. There's all this work that still needs to be done. I could literally spend multiple hours a day trying to go back through the archive, at least as it's now currently found on the Sermons 2.0 app, and try to organize it so that it would be easily found. So that people may find it. But I'm like, that's, I mean, I, I still need to do that work. I mean, hopefully if everything is still around. But I was just sitting there um, 
you know, I've got to, I've got to, uh, I, you know, what, what could I do? What could I do? So I have this plan. I don't, I don't know if it will work. I don't know if it will work where basically I grab all of that stuff from the archives. Maybe I grab four or five or six things and just maybe certain days I just kind of come over here to the computer and to the microphone. I'm like, you know, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Theology Central Radio or Theology Central Life. I don't know what we'll call it, right? And then I just grab one of those old messages and say, today we go back to, you know, 2012 and here we go. And then we go back to 2008, whatever, whatever years I have available. I think, I don't know if we still have the hard drive at church. If we still have the hard drive at church and I could hook that thing up to a monitor, I think we have like, I think we have everything going all the way back to 2000 on that hard drive. That, that would be something. I, I don't think I have a monitor. If I had a monitor, that would be, uh, that could be really cool to look at. But, um, and then I could put all of it on a thumb drive and then I could just, yeah, then I could be pulling stuff all the time. But, but I have this idea and I, I don't know how well it would work. Well, I just go live on the church one app, go live on the sermons 2.0 app and just say, all right, today we go back in and boom, play a message. And then, all right, we're going to another message. And then we're going to another message. We're going, maybe I could stop the broadcast for, you know, in between the messages and then upload it and then create like a, a, its own podcast series. Maybe we call it, um, Theology Central, you know, flashbacks or throwback, uh, Theology Central throwbacks or th- uh, Theology Central radio. I can come up with some idea and then I can just grab some of that old content, put it in a kind of a new series and maybe people will rediscover it and just try to get some use out of it. Right. Just try. And maybe I'm being maybe I'm thinking this way because, you know, I mean, there's a, I mean, I, I, I've been saying it since last year. I think, you know, we're, we're finally seeing the end of the road for, for Victory Baptist Church. And a lot, a lot of those, I mean, 20, almost 24 years that I was preaching and teaching and almost the entire 24 years has been recorded. I don't know where some of those old messages are. I don't even know if I can find them, but even without them, I've got thousands of hours of content just, you know, available all over the internet, right? You just got to have to find the places and just download it. So I'm thinking about, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I could do that, right? Maybe, maybe I could do that for, for, and I don't know. I don't know if people would be receptive to it. I don't know if people would tune in. I don't know, you know, because that would just be hours and hours. I mean, I could literally spend all, all day just playing older stuff and just breaking in, in the middle, talking about whatever, and just go to another. And I could go do something else and come back. I, I could do a review of my of my of my old thing. I mean, like I had one queued up. Uh, listen, like I had one queued up. Let me let me show you. And this is back in the day when we were trying to use the Anchor podcasting platform. Anchor. Now Anchor turned into now uh, Spotify or pod, uh, Spotify for podcasters. I think is what it's called now. They use a whole different. Uh, structure. I was, I was messing with it yesterday and thought I'd uh, uh, completely wiped out all of our settings. Uh, but the anchor uh, platform was very easy to use. I really loved it because you could upload your audio and then they gave you 
all of this like music and different things that you could grab and just place it right at the beginning of your broadcast. So we were playing around with this. I don't even know how many years this goes back. This goes back multiple years just to show you what I was thinking. Like, so like I would be coming on the air right now going, welcome. Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, Let's spend some time here on Theology Central Radio. And we're going to go back to the year 2020. And we're going to, uh, well, listen to a message that I preached preached at Victory Baptist Church. And this is what it sound, sounded like back in 2020 or whatever year it was, right? And so you get the idea. And then I will show you. Now, remember, you're going to hear this musical intro because, well, we were using it back then. Here's what it sounded like. All right, this morning for Sunday School, go ahead and turn to Genesis chapter 37. Genesis chapter 37. Now this this probably should just be for the Sunday School hour, um, but it'll probably end up (laughs) taking all day. Uh, The goal is tonight to get back to the Proverbs 30 uh, difficulties that we um, begin looking at on Wednesday. And if you don't remember that, the Proverbs difficulty, Proverbs 30, is when I was starting to formulate the idea that maybe Proverbs 30 is really utilizing the woman that everyone talks about. Here's here's the way a woman is supposed to be, and that the woman really represents wisdom. And so I was starting to formulate that plan. This is going back a number of years where I was just starting to formulate the plan, because if you know anything about my church, I love to create a hypothesis, and then we work on it, and then we return to it. So so th- there you go. And then I would just play that whole thing, and I, 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 may, I could just turn down the volume, go do whatever I want to do, and then come back, and then, hey, all right, let's Ladies and gentlemen, that was, uh, you know, uh, thank you for tuning in to Theology Central Radio. Now, coming up next is a news commentary I did or whatever. And and just keep the live feed going hour after hour after hour after hour. Now, I don't know if it would be of any value. It, w- it would make me feel good because or or I could end that broadcast and then come right back 15 minutes later, 10 minutes later, and then do another one so that I could then upload that that one specific one. I don't know. It's a crazy idea. I don't know ultimately what I would be accomplishing because I would only be, it would only, it would only require, it would require me to do more work, spend more time, you know, so we we will have to see, we will have to see uh, what that all looks like. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to formulate these plans, you know, so do I do this? How much time do I give to this? Do you think I can make this work? And like, I'm just, I'm just trying to reshape my entire life. I, I was, I was looking, uh, at uh, Amazon jobs and seeing why jobs are available to be able to supplement my income if I lose my housing allowance with or my you know my mortgage payment that the ho- the church pays like there's all, so many things I got to be figuring out I've been just trying to figure it all out so um and if I'm doing that well then you know forget podcasting I'm gonna you know I'm gonna have a job so like there's gonna be like a lot of a lot of things you know to do and it's like you know what do you do with, you know, degree after degree after degree in theological studies? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do? You know, what, what do you do? So, yeah, what I'd like to do is just be able to do a theology podcast is what I would like to. That would be wonderful. But I'm still trying to figure that out. But in the midst of all of that, I 
checked my email because I do that frequently just to see if any listeners have emailed, do they have a problem, do they have a complaint, whatever. And I get an email with this subject line. You ready? Some shocking statistics. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Someone's going to send me an email with some shocking statistics. I wonder what these shocking statistics are. Then I looked at, then I looked and realized that this email comes from Dr. Robert, Robert Jeffress or Jeffress. I think is how you say his name, um, which is the pastor of the uh, First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, right? Dr. Robert Jeffries, Jeffries, it's J-E-F-F-R-E-S-S. I've heard his name mentioned many times. We've talked about him. We've reviewed uh, some of his sermons. Uh, all the politically hijacked, how politically hijacked his theology is, is, is frightening. So, but I, I saw it and I was like, okay, um, do I even read this now? Because, you know, but I got the email, so I'll take a look at it. And it says, hello. It even uses my first name. And then it immediately says this. Here are three shocking statistics that I would like you to think about for a moment. Okay, so I'm like, oh, right. I got it. I got it. I, I want to see that the, what these three shocking statistics are that Pastor Robert Jeffress from First Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, wants me to see, right? Okay, because I want to... I want to I want to know this and understand what he wants to say here because if these are shocking, then I'm assuming I'm going to be shocked by them. Here is statistic number one. You ready? Fewer than one in five Americans, eighteen percent. Fewer than one in five Americans are scripture engaged. Fewer than one in five Americans are scripture engaged. Now, I'm not shocked by that. We live in a post-Christian America. We live in a post-Christian country. I am not surprised by that. I am not shocked by that. What surprises me and shocked, what shocks me is that we live in a country where fewer than one in five Americans are scripture engaged, and yet we got Christians running around almost wanting to impose some form of Christian nationalism upon a country that is so post-Christian, it's not even funny, okay? And that these people are not like, okay, we could get into a whole discussion about that. But all right, I'm not so shocked or surprised by that one. Number two. Only two out of five Americans are considered Bible users, meaning they use their Bible three or more times a year. So only two out of five Americans are considered Bible users, meaning they use the Bible three or more times a year. So they're not scripture engaged. They're not Bible users, meaning the Bible just does not play a major part of people's lives. They're not looking at it. They're not using it. They're not engaged with it. They're, they, they've left the Bible in the dust. They have left the Bible in the pages of history. It's archaic. It's outdated. They've moved on. Okay, that's 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 kind of more of what's going on in the culture. Now, here's shocking statistic number three. I apologize. I was picking up a pencil. So if you're hearing all of that, I always forget that the microphone picks up everything. All right, here we go. Number three. Of the 42 million Americans 
who attend a Bible-believing church, only 21% see the Bible as relevant to all of life. For now, now we're now we're looking at the church. So when we get to the church, so the culture has kind of abandoned the Bible and moved on. Now the church, these people, 42 million Americans who attend a Bible-believing church, they go to a Bible-believing church. Only, 20 per, only 21% of them see the Bible as relevant to all of life. That means the culture has abandoned scripture and many within the church has abandoned scripture. Now, I have been saying since really the late 1980s to the, especially in the early 1990s and the mid 1990s, that the church had abandoned the scriptures. The church wasn't studying it the way that it was handled from the pulpit. People were biblically illiterate, theologically illiterate, illiterate to church history. There was great ignorance. People did not know how to study the Bible. They don't even know Bible study methods. It's just a mess. Well, now it's, it's, it's gotten so bad. It appears that now 42 million Americans who attend what is defined here as a Bible-believing church, they don't even see the Bible as relevant. The Bible has been left completely behind. Now, they go, Pastor Dr. Robert Jeffress goes on to say, while those numbers are disheartening, to those of us who know how valuable and relevant the Bible is to daily living, they also inspire me to stand firm in my resolve to bring the light of God's word to this darkening world. Now, I, I do agree that if Christians, if Christians are shocked by those statistics, if Christians are startled by those statistics, if those statistics bother Christians, I think then we need a strategy to move forward. How do we get God's word to the people? Now, some will say, it's the church, it's the church. We've got to get people to the church. We've got to get people to the church. Look, I, we can have that discussion all day. We, we've, we've, we've talked about it so many times on this podcast, like, like all the, the efforts to get people to the church. I think at some point we got to go to the people. And that's one of the reasons I'm such a big promoter of every church getting their content online and turning it into a podcast and making it available on every podcasting app on the face of earth. I, I, I cannot stress that enough. Now, I know for churches to do that, it takes money, right? It takes money. You, churches are already struggling with money on all of the other issues. So I know many of them struggle like this is just another thing that we would have to work on. But I think churches need to do that. They need to, they need, if they don't know how, they need to talk to someone who knows how and have someone help them out. Because if, if, if the world is basically a post-Christian world and a post Bible world, and even many within the church, they're going to church and they don't even see that it's relevant. Someone's got to turn on a microphone Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and say, let's talk about what's going on in the world, but let's do so from a biblical perspective and try to make the Bible relevant to every area of life. Or let's try to make, I don't know, theology central to every area of I, yeah, That would sound like a good podcast, right? Theology central. I think someone should grab that title and use it. And, and do something with it and be successful because I, I believe it's more needed than ever. But what is Pastor Robert Jeffress, what, what's, what's going to be his solution to this? Because he's acknowledging there's a serious problem. He says, false teaching from within the church and blatant attacks from without 
are like a pick and a shovel, both being used by the devil to chip away at our faith. But as long as it is firmly planted on the rock of Jesus, we can withstand their blows and we can cling to his unchanging word. So we got attacks within the church. We got attacks from without the church. And and we've got to stand. But how do we do so? By clinging to his unchanging word. Well, I don't know. How do you get people to cling to the unchanging word when we live in a post-Bible culture and the church in many cases, the people in the pew, they have abandoned scripture in so many ways. They don't read it. They don't memorize it. They don't study it. Not in any meaningful way. So where do, you, where do you think, what do you think Pastor Robert Jeffress is going to take this? What do you think he's going to take these shocking statistics? Come on, what do you think? Now, I'm waiting for some kind of profound answer here, but if you, if you want right now, hurry up and write it on paper. What, where, what do you think, uh, Robert Jeffress, what do you think is going to be his solution to these shocking statistics? If you want to write your prediction down, write it down, take a picture, make sure there's a timestamp, all right? Here we go. And then you can send it to me after. Here we go. What is he going to say? Whether you are a brand new believer or a seasoned saint, it is important that you regularly study the foundational truths of the Christian faith. I'm talking about basic principles like the roles and attributes of God, the father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, as well as our role as a church and how to pursue Christ's likeness. All right, so he's like, okay, so what we've got to do is we've got to pursue foundational truths. We've got to get people back to foundational truths to stop this this major shift that is occurring. That that's what he he says that we should do. Okay, what where do you think this is leading? I, I think I have an idea where this is leading. Right, all of these topics and more are covered in the book I wrote about 10 core beliefs for standing strong in a shifting world. It's called What Every Christian Should Know, and it's our gift to you and thanks for a donation of any amount to Pathway to Victory this month. Now, I am glad that they're saying for any amount. I'm glad they're saying for any amount. Now, sometimes I've heard ministries say that, and then I call and say, I'll donate a dollar, and then it's not any amount. Okay, but if that's great, that's great. Because that's at least still trying to make it as free as possible. That's really good. Now, I still don't know why you would take this and try to put it in. I mean, I mean, I guess a book form is great, but all right, I still think then what you should be doing is have a mini podcast out there where you look at the 10 core beliefs, right? And then, well, people can find it that way, but all right. But wait, there's more. So his solution is his book. His solution is his book. Next, if you're able to give $75 or more, the book will be accompanied by the companion study guide and the complete series on DVD video and MP3 format audio disc. You can make a secure donation at, so, hey, if you want the study guide and you want a DVD or this in some kind of MP3 format, now, of course, Again, you can make it for free. You can put all the audio files on a podcast, right? You can make it for free. But no, 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 no. If you want that, $75 or more. So the way he wants to stop 
these or fix these shocking statistics is he wants you to well first you got to make a donation of some amount to get a book but if you want the rest of the content you need to give him 75 dollars then he goes on to say this once again now it uses my first name you and i must be diligent and intentional if we don't want to end up on the wrong side of the statistics like the ones above. Let's do all we can to know that we believe, remain faithful, and share God's truth with others. Our culture is aggressively pounding against the Christian faith, testing the strength of our beliefs. But by God's grace, we can stand strong on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. P.S. Then it has a P.S. here. If I can get it to, uh, okay. P.S. If you're unable to make a gift of $75 or more today, you can make a secure donation of $10 or more to receive a copy of what every Christian should know. Now that's interesting because above it says any amount, but then at the bottom, hey, if you can't do the $75, at least give $10 or more, then you can get the book. Well, wait a minute. Is it any amount or is it $10 or more? I don't know. I don't know. A part of me wants to go to the website and try to see what I can get. Uh, but it's a pathway. You see, the website is, uh, hang on. Let me look here. It's, uh, I think is it's P- ptv.org. That's pathway to, to victory. ptv.org. ptv.org. And you can look, and if you want to make a donation, if you, whatever you want to do, if you want to spend $75 to get it, great. But I, see, once again, I'm just baffled. Hey, we've got these shocking statistics. We got a major problem. And what are we going to do? Well, we're going to put stuff behind a paywall. And you can, and then, hey, we don't want to be on the wrong side of these statistics. Hey, we got to take a stand. We got, by God's grace, we got to take a stand. We got to cling to the word. We got to tell others. We got to do something. Meaning you've got to get content from us where we can make some money. But we were, we're doing this. Now, if you really thought these statistics were shocking, let me make it very clear. I don't know if you've ever looked up First Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas. The campus itself, I remember when they were building the campus, it was it was in every Texas newspaper. It was like a hundred million dollar campus that they were building. It was insane. I remember every little small church in Texas going, that's like a city. It's bigger. Like their church, this is no lie. Their church is bigger than the town in which my church is located. That's not an exaggeration. Their church is bigger than the town. Okay. Their entire, if you take the entire campus, it's bigger it, it, because I mean, if you've ever been to Ovalo, you literally, I mean, it's just nothing there. So that's, that's insane. So they have this gigantic building, thousands and thousands of people who attend. And they're like, hey, we got these shocking statistics. People are not using the Bible. They're not studying the Bible. They're not, they're not engaged. And people in the pew don't see scripture as being relevant. We've got a problem and we've got the solution. Send money so that you can get a book. Send even more money, $75 or more. And then you can hear audio teaching because, you know, an audio file costs so much to produce. 
Now I can understand saying, hey, we're going to make all of this content available. Now, just remember, it takes money for this content to be you know, put on a platform and for us to do this. But please note, um, we, we're going to make it free to you. But if, you know, if you can help support it, I got no problem them doing that. But they put it behind a paywall. Shocking statistics. Solution. Basically, now they're going to say it's a donation. They're going to say it's a donation, but you don't get the content without making a donation. It's just a, a it's a, it's a weird loophole to get around, you know, the, b- being a tax exempt, right? Ministry. You can't, you can't charge them, but you can take a donation, which really in a roundabout way you're charging them. It's such a weird thing. You're a business. You're selling product. And what they're selling, they're selling you this. These statistics are so bad. And what is the solution? Go. Now, here's what I would challenge you to do. In fact, I'm going to go see if I can find, I'm going to follow the link here. I'm going to follow a link here to the, to the book. All right, I'm going to follow here. All right. So with, with our thanks for your generous gift 75 of $75. All right. So and actually when I click this link, it just, the only thing, I'm, well, I only got three options. Uh, I, I, I've got four options or five options. I can give, uh, and I, I love this free gift when making a donation of at least $75. <laughs> How is that free? All right. So I can choose $75, $90, $100, $115 or other, but I've got to do at least give $75. All right. So that's not going to help me. I was going to try to find with the one that's supposedly for any price, but there's not a link to the one for any. Okay. Hang on. Here we go. Maybe I can get to this one. Okay, here's uh, the book. What Every Christian Should Know, 10 Core Beliefs for Standing Strong in a Shifting World. All right? Um, okay, well, actually, the first, that they start, they don't start with $10. They start with $25. They start with $25. I was going to look to see if they gave a table of content in the book. Right? I don't see a table of content for the book because what I was going to say is I bet, I bet, I bet we could take that book, what every Christian should know, 10 core beliefs. We could take each belief. You could take that belief, go to the Sermons 2.0 app, do a search, probably get multiple sermons on every one of those core beliefs, and it would be free. Now, free for you, not free for those people broadcasting because those broadcasters have to pay $60 a month to be able to put that stuff on the Sermons 2.0 app. But still, it would be free for you. Or because Dr. Robert Jeffress is the pastor of this very large church and he's on Fox News and he's he's very well known. Now, because he's so well known, now his teaching is now put behind a paywall because he wants to fix this shocking reality that people are not engaged in Scripture. (laughs) They're not studying Scripture and they don't believe Scripture is relevant to their life. And what is the solution? (laughs) Put something behind a paywall so they have to pay so that hopefully when they get it, it will motivate them, I guess, to now be engaged in scripture. That is that I, I don't quite understand that reasoning. I don't quite understand how you play all of that out. But yeah, that is what I saw here. So while I'm sitting here trying to figure out what to do, that's, that's, and I, and I get these emails constantly from ministries, constantly, 
constantly, constantly, constantly. Hey, we've got this shocking problem. We've got marriages are falling apart. People's lives are falling apart. People's lives are filled with worry and anxiety and a lack of meaning. And what should you do? Well, come to our conference. It'll be $100 if you sign up now. Hey, get this book. It'll only be $50. Hey, give this will be $25. This will be 50 And it's everything, but everything to get to get their solution to the so-called problem is just magically locked away behind a paywall. That's see, that's what I, I, ne- I never, I never want. Well, I look, and for some reason, many Christians are okay with that. It's really weird, right? I think in many cases, and I really believe this, all you have to do is rise to a certain level of celebrity, whether it's D level, C level, B level, or A level. And then you can lock that, lock your content up behind paywalls. And for the most part, most Christians will pay to get it. I mean, look how many Christians pay to get into a conference. They'll pay $50, $60, $100 to get into a church or to a building to hear the word of God preached. But they're not, I mean, really? Does that really, I say, I don't, I don't get that. And I think in many cases, if you don't put it behind a paywall, then the people don't see it as valuable. So therefore they won't support it. If you lock it up, then all of a sudden it becomes supposedly more valuable. That is weird. I, I, I don't understand that. I know what isn't valuable right now. Do you hear that sound in the background? That's the sound of yards being mowed because it's 80 something degrees here in West Texas and everyone is out mowing their yard. That's not valuable to me trying to broadcast. Okay. But I just wanted to share those shocking statistics. What do you think? Let's put it this way. This is what I want to leave you with. All right. You can, you can try to navigate the world of Christianity and money. And I mean, that, that's just, oh, I don't know what all of that is, but here's what I would challenge you to do. Let's, acknowledge, let's state that all of the statistics are 100% accurate. We're in a post-Christian world, a post-Bible world, and the culture has moved past the Bible. They don't care about it. They don't like it. They've left it in the dust. And that many in the pew, they don't even see it as relevant. And they're not studying it. They're not reading it. They're not memorizing it. They're not engaged with it. And I think there's been countless statistics that show even Christians who, who have the right beliefs, and at least in, in word, they don't, they're not really that engaged in Scripture in any meaningful way. What is the solution to those problems? What is the solution to those problems? What is the solution? How do we fix it? What can we do? What, what can we do to make a difference? That, that's really what I want you to think about. And if you have some grand solution, I'd love to hear it. You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Please remember that email address it only works for people who give $15 a month. I'm joking, all right? Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. But yes, that's the email I got today. Shocking statistics. I don't know. I know. No, I'll, I'm going to end with where I started. 
I've got thousands of hours of content of biblical teaching and preaching and teaching and devotional messages and Bible studies. I literally could broadcast those around the, the clock almost 24-7 if I could, if I could, if I could pull it off and not charge a person a dime. Now, it would cost me money and time, of course, yes. You're telling me that he can't get these truths out, these core beliefs? He can't get them out to people for less than $75? I don't know. You email me, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great afternoon. May God bless you.